welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on mental toughness. We're going into part eight, so it's been a little over a week of material. I hope you've been enjoying it so far. And I would encourage you, if you're just now joining, to go back and listen from the very beginning. But I would also ask that you might share this with others if you feel like it is benefiting you in any way, especially those who you know it may help. Well, this has really been a great series. Uh, We're working through a lot of areas and tips and ideas and, and ways that we can not only assess whether or not we're practicing mental toughness, which has been kind of the bulk of the first part of this, but even starting to blend in some ways in which we can create mental toughness. We're going to get into that a little bit deeper later on as well. So the next two here I think are really critical, and I have covered these in the past on different series I've done, but I feel like it needs to be covered again because let me just tell you, with all the coaching that I do, no matter how often I bring this up, it is always an issue, even with people that we've talked about before with it. I mean, it's it just keeps to, it seems to keep coming back to the surface again and again and again. And it's because, you know, many of us are, are you know, good-natured, we're kind-hearted. We want to help other people. And so we get caught up in this same trap again and again, forgetting that we heard a, a message like this and decided we weren't going to do it anymore. So what are we talking about? Well, it's the ability to say no. <laughs> we have to be able to say no. When we don't say no, when we know we should say no, first of all, we're in cognitive dissonance, which that can kick off a lot of stress right there. can also put us in situations that we are, frankly, not able or shouldn't be involved in maybe because we're too busy maybe because it's not our field of work maybe it's because it's really not our concern or our business to be involved maybe it's because we're just trying to win somebody over by our niceness only to find out that they're taking us for advantage or taking advantage of us again and again and again so then we end up being resentful and angry and then people just keep running us over because we keep saying yes instead of saying no And the feeling only gets worse and worse. So I'll ask again what I've always asked before. If you've ever asked someone kindly to do something for you, and they said, well, I'm really sorry. I wish I could do that for you. I'd love to do that for you, but I simply cannot. You know, I can make a recommendation, or maybe I can, you know, ask or or encourage you to ask someone else, but I just can't. Were you offended? Think about it. Were you offended? If they answered you kindly like that, politely, courteously, no, chances are you were not. I can I can really speak for you right now and say, I would say 90, maybe 95% of the time you were not offended if they handled it right. You realize people are busy. In fact, you can oftentimes have more respect for the people that learn how to say no than those who don't and just let everybody run over them. So we need to learn how to say no. This is a critical piece to being mentally tough, Okay. Um, Even when your boss asks you to do something, you might have a built-in feeling that you just can't say no. But mentally tough people know their boundaries, and they know that the word no is not necessarily negative. 
No can be the affirmation that you care about your own time and space, the priorities that you have, the commitments you've made, and the deadlines you need to reach, not to mention the obligations that you have to others. And you know when to protect your personal wants and needs rather than letting yourself be taken advantage of again and again and again. So I can't cover this enough because I keep hearing it over and over from so many that have been, and personally, even my personal coaching, executive coaching relationships, as well as the corporate training I do, I'll say it again and again, and yet they still don't seem to grasp it or do anything about it. They'll nod their head, assuringly that they agree, but yet they don't take the action required and they find up They find out that they end up in the same situation again and again and again, filled with regret and resentment and just an overload of work and stress because they can't keep up with it all, okay? So try really hard not to overextend yourself by saying yes too often. Also realize that things change. Learn to love and embrace change. Change is not always a bad thing. Adapting to change is is really someone who is mentally tough because you don't allow the change to incite fear within you. It does not, um, you know, ruffle your feathers and make you feel like the whole world is going to fall apart because something's changing. Instead, you look at it with fresh eyes. You may have to take a deep breath. You may have to, you know, maybe jot some things down in a journal or, or talk to someone before you can accept the change. But working through that process is key to your success. Uh, I remember a book a long time ago somebody told me to read called Who Moved My Cheese? I don't remember the author, but you can look it up. Who Moved My Cheese? It's a really short book, easy to read. You can really read it in almost one sitting. But it's it's an interesting little cartoonist type story, but in, incredibly impactful. In fact, many businesses recommend it to their team players because it teaches you the importance of change of accepting change and moving forward into change, realizing that in the very end, even though it may be rough roads and there may be some speed bumps and some unexpected surprises along the way, the challenge itself will cause you to learn in big ways. It'll also cause you to become more fearless and it'll make you stronger. And in the end, it could even be some of the best changes that have ever been made for you or for your company or your team or whomever we're talking about, maybe your family. Change is never easy, but if you will manage it with the right mindset and the right heart, you can find that change can be a very good thing. Well, we are out of time today. We'll come back tomorrow with more. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thanks for joining us.